knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray. And joining me at this time is the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. That one was better. I, I need you to know. But we only I ever do one know. take. <laughs> I need you to know I almost did it funnily. Because like I'm, I'm actually watching you this time. And I was like, how funny would it be if I gave like a two-second delay this time just to be a dick? Not I very. Decided to, <laughs> I decided against it. Because I didn't want to fight you today. <laughs> I know where you. Because I feel like th- three three takes would have been bad for us. But no, I'm 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 doing really good. Uh, you'll find out how good I'm doing if you keep listening to this episode. It's it's pretty. It's been a pretty good day for me. Yeah, if you don't know, San Diego Comic Con kicked off today, and you there know, were just you know. <laughs> a boatload of toy reveals. So this is literally Dalton is a kid in a toy store with uh, looking at all these renders and. Uh, new figure announcements you know how bummed out i was when you reminded me like well no san diego comic-con is this coming week so you're gonna have to wait another week to get all the toy things and then it all dropped today and i was like nope fuck you ace we're doing it tonight yeah we're doing this this has to be tonight like the the this is has it's got to be all of it right like uh there's no there'll probably still be like a few more things mm -hmm. but i can at least catch those in revolving later but we'll we'll get into that when we get into that but yeah no it's it's been a good day for me not my wallet my wallet's not a fan no me gusta but i i am having a lovely time so we'll be talking about that here in just a little bit uh we are also going to be talking about death before dishonor because that is this weekend a couple of news stories to bring to you uh, before we jump into all of that, though, a little bit of ring setup. Uh, don't forget, of course, if you like the show, if you enjoy the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Nerdiest Part, as well as, you know, give us a like, give us a uh, five star rating on whatever podcasting platform you choose to use. Share us with your friend. Uh, help us out with those algorithms, because the algorithms are important in this capitalistic nightmare, nightmare that we all live in. Not that it really matters, because like we don't make any money off of this. Like we don't have a Patreon or anything like that. It's just no. This the is more this people, is pro bone. The more people we get to meet, the cooler it is because we like talking to cool people about wrestling. So, and if you're listening to this, yeah. you're probably pretty cool. We hope. And then yeah, the we hope. Two if people... you're not cool, if you're not cool, like like it's cool. It, it's okay to be like not cool in the sense that just like. Oh, I'm, you know, I like video games and stuff like that. Like, whatever, that's cool. We're talking about, like, not cool about, like, people's fundamental rights are up for debate. Like, that's not <laughs> cool. Like, you you go away. Um, but, and then to start the show, like we start every show. Oh, actually, I wanted to uh, shout out to, uh, oh, and I meant to pull this up. I'm not good at hosting things, Dalton. Like, at no, some it's point, fine. At some point, like, someone's just going to have to step in and take this over. Uh, no, because that'll be me and that's mine. Yeah, oh no the, no no! Someone with me. talent. Someone with talent. Yeah, not you. <laughs> not you. Um, just uh, a, a shout out to our friends up at Glory Pro Wrestling uh, in St. Louis. They've got a show this weekend, uh, Sunday, July twenty fourth. Uh, it is their STL Vice at the South Broadway Athletic Club. They are uh, running a meet and greet with All Ego Ethan Page as well. And uh, it is a super cool card. Ethan Page versus Warhorse, Mike Outlaw versus 2D Lynn, Camaro Jackson versus Mike Bennett. Uh, it's going to be a, a stacked card. Uh, they have announced that to avoid with because it's supposed to be so ridiculously hot because the the earth is dying uh, that they are going to limit how many people can actually get into the building because it is a pretty cramped space. So get your tickets early because if you wait until the day of to buy your tickets at the door, you may end up getting turned away. And that yeah. would be a bummer. 
But uh, if you're not able to go, they also will be streaming the event live. So uh, check out, you can check that out on their YouTube page. So shout out to Glory Pro. Uh, I know that is going, I'm not going to be able to go. I was hoping to be able to make it this weekend, but I'm not going to be able to swing it. But it's a super talented crew. Uh, It's a super talented roster that they've got going and it's going to be a great show. So, yeah. Um, But that is enough for the setup because we start every week before we get into the news with the power of positivity. And it's just because there's so much unnecessary negativity and just like toxicity online on social media. We do a little bit to kind of lessen that blow and put some positivity out there with just something that makes us happy in pro wrestling. And it's ironic that today, July 21st, is the day that we're recording this and that the name of this segment is the power of positivity because for like the fifth time, I feel like uh, my power of positivity goes to the new day because one, the new day are awesome. Uh, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Biggie, like they are my favorite tag team of all time at this point. Like they've established that. Um, And, but the reason that they are today is because July 21st, 2014 is when the New Day was originally formed. After Biggie and Kofi Kingston lost a tag team matchup, Xavier Woods came out rocking that sick, sick uh, suit uh, and cut the promo that ended with, of course, and now we take. And I yeah. was immediately on board because I liked all three of those guys already. And then it wasn't until they actually made their Raw debut until November. I forgot how big of a gap it was that they yeah in like the end of november november 28th 2014 um but it's they have had so many great matches so many great moments absolutely hilarious and like saved the career of probably all three of them honestly like yeah. kofi probably would have been good like they've talked about this in interviews kofi probably would have been like a lifer but you know woods and Big E more than likely save their careers like they've talked about this before but i'm just i'm a huge fan um spoiler there is a because i don't collect a lot of the wwe stuff hardly any at this point but there is one figure we're going to talk about later here tonight that i am 100 percent going to be getting yeah so shout, oh, out to and the, you're... shout out to the new day like some of my favorite three performers of all time and they new day rocks new yeah day rocks whenever you like go over the greatest stables of all time. Uh, you can't not say the new day at this point. No. Uh, just because like they've, so for eight years in the last two years, they really haven't been together. Mm-hmm. Like we've had, we've had two of them together at a time, but we haven't had all three since like pre pandemic. Um, and so before that time though, we've, we had a WWE title win countless, uh, like tag team title wins in the full eight years, two WWE two, title wins. Well, I was talking about when it was just those three together. Like I'm cutting out oh, okay. the last two years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were still the new day at that time. Like I'm not taking anything away from Biggie. I'm just saying when they were a full unit the whole time, a WWE title win. Um, but then when you start cutting into the time that like they're still all three repping New Day together, just separately, like a King of the Ring winner, another WWE title win countless tag team titles like best tag team of the year multiple times over um off of three guys that you probably wouldn't have ever suspected it by themselves like kofi was like you said was definitely going to be a lifer um but there was something whenever they all three formed and they really figured out what that team should be that just 
they were always gold. Um, even the segments that weren't good, uh, here's looking at you, old day, they still found ways to make things entertaining. Yeah, like, I'm, um, I'm not super loving the stuff that they're doing with the new Vicious Viking Raiders, because, like, I don't get how you... Positivity, doesn't matter. But yeah. they still go out there, and they're just like, yeah, fuck it. We're yeah. gonna do it. Like, if, if we're gonna again, do this, we're gonna do this. I And uh, just because we're talking about New Day, and I know that it's not a super heavy news week, uh, minus what I have to talk about, I still think my favorite New Day story that we'll ever have is uh, Xavier coming into the gaming grounds where you we were working at the time because mm-hmm. there was a the house show and you made that francesca diva of the year women's competitor or whatever it was mm-hmm. and he just looked at you he was like don't let kofi see that <laughs> and we, we were like why is like he's been tearing up signs on house shows like he'd get a little kid and like be like oh let me see your sign and tear it mm-hmm. and just right in front of their face and he did it because he thought it was funny and it's like i love that those three guys have just found ways to enjoy each other because like we've heard like you hear stories all the time through podcasts that like no that tag team fucking hated each other like yeah, they could point, not like they other. they weren't traveling together like they showed up yeah to, they showed up they worked together and then that was like the only interactions that they had yeah whereas like the new day it very much still all seems like uh, family their like family brothers yeah. my even like the initial tweet of uh biggie like saying like oh but you were wrong because it was like there's there's a uh, no more kissing babies and dancing like monkeys to get to the top and he was yeah. like you lied mm-hmm. <laughs> like i love that um but yeah no it's it's one of those things that eight years seems like a long time but again in the grand scheme of stables and like longevity where we have like where people are gonna be like no the four horsemen are the greatest team of all time i'm like nah, i think the new day had it honestly like I, if you ask me the greatest stable of wrestling history, it's the New Day, uh, and it's not even close. Like, cause they want to say it's the Shield. The Shield didn't have anything here that what the New Day did. The Shield, like that's that is probably like my biggest like what if is if the Shield versus the New Day wasn't just a throwaway like Survivor Series match. Yeah, that like no one had any doubt. Like if they had actually done something like a legit program with them, that would have been so fucking good. Yeah, and it's one of those like. And this was a really, like, even when they started, it was a very stable-heavy WWE because you had the Shield, you had the Wyatt family, like, you had the authority. There was a lot of different groups, but, like, the New Day was the one that really had the lasting impact. Mm-hmm. And still do, like, even with one of the members that may never get a wrestle again, like, they're still very relevant in today's wrestling world. So it's cool, It's and it's been eight years, and it's I'm happy for all three of those guys because I feel like that elevated all of their careers to heights that, like we said earlier, wouldn't have been seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalton, what is what uh, is your what is your power of positivity? I'm really happy that Jungle Boy came back and got the uh, reaction that he did. Mm-hmm. Quite quite honestly, uh, it made me happy. I don't in a bubble. It was really cool because like you got to see Jungle Boy like not be just the like smiling baby face for a second. Now there's a lot. Now I don't get me wrong. In three weeks, I'm probably gonna shit on it because I don't really understand what they're doing with Luchasaurus now. But I was gonna ask. I like, was. Yeah, like, no, no, in a bubble, it made me really happy because I like Jungle Boy a lot. And um, I think Christian is doing really good heel work. Uh, I'm not in love with it the way that everybody else is, but it's one of those that, like, no, they're doing a really good story with this. And it was one of those, like, Jungle Boy being hurt and coming back and the reaction that he got, like, that made me happy. Um, Yeah, he was always going to get a just monster reaction coming back for sure. Um, I, f- I feel like there was something else, but I can't think of what it was. It was going to be one of the stories we're talking about. 
And then you said like, no, we're going to make that a story. And then I was like, shit. Yeah. No, it's fine. We'll do, we'll get to that here in a second. But it, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Jungle Boy coming back, uh, was really dope. And then, yeah, the, my main power of positivity is going to come at the end of this episode. So I'm cool with like, like phoning it in now. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to make up for it in like 30 minutes. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're so very excited about, uh, yeah. Uh, of, of all of the action figure reveals and all of that. Oh, so, so much, so much shit. Um, but yeah, power positivity. If oh, something... that's what it was. Sorry, sorry. So the the power positivity that was in my head. Um, Jazzwares, Jungle Boy and Jazzwares, because Jazzwares did something that I have not been able to ever do. For the first time ever, I was able to go online and buy an Owen Hart action figure. And for somebody that appreciates Owen Hart so much, and like he was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was a kid before he passed, and to be able to just be like, I can buy this now um super cool that's what it was i was like oh, i was struggling for it and i was like jungle boy and i was like wait a minute no it wasn't that yeah jazz wears for the owen hart figure because right. i i i pre-ordered that today or yesterday nice um so yeah if there's something that you like in pro wrestling something that just makes you happy it doesn't even have to be you know newsworthy or super relevant just send a tweet just be like hey you're doing a cool thing i dig you and because you know maybe it'll make someone's day better and that's what we shoot for Next up, this Saturday, July, whatever, 23rd, I had to think about it for a second, uh, double check, yeah, 23rd, um, is ROH Death Before Dishonor. This is the first ROH pay-per-view since Tony Khan has taken over and, and bought it out, and it's a pretty intense card. I... I'm excited for it because for the same reason, like I'm, I'm excited about forbidden door, not because I'm particularly invested in any of the stories going in necessarily, but just like in a action figure battle sense of like, all right, so I got Batman, he's going to fight a uh, power ranger and then a Ninja turtle is going to come in, but that's when the X-Men show up uh, to fight, you know, but then they turn and all of a sudden, uh Oh, here comes the rest of the just like, it's just like, no, Ba- it's that just bash them together booked piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> we don't do weekly recaps so we're not going to talk about Di- uh dynamite this week <laughs> man what a bummer anyway uh, so i'm i'm excited for this uh running down the card it looks like the buy-in show uh or zero hour i think is what this is called is allison k versus willow nightingale how willow has not been signed yet like officially i don't know because dear god either whether she's as part of the roh roster or a part of the aw roster like she would kill it just wherever yeah uh that uh, but and also allison k is like someone else that i'm like are you are you not signed but she is uh she rests for the nwa uh, let's see. Next up is the and every so also so far every they I'm sure because right now there are six there's seven matches including the zero hour I'm sure they'll add more on Rampage tomorrow night on Friday yeah um, but as of right now the six main card matches are all championship matches which is super cool also it's kind of our like you can kind of see it being as ROH kind of hitting the restart point on yeah on certain things so. Uh, six-man tag match for the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championships, which to me is very interesting that they're continuing on with these titles because of how asked for and talked about the AEW six-man tag titles are. 
Like mm-hmm. it's 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 the worst kept secret in wrestling that once Kenny and the once Kenny's back, it's gonna be him and the Bucks to win it, like and start it more than likely. Like it'll be them versus Cole and Fish and O'Reilly. So yeah. for them to, for them to feature the ROH six man tag team championships kind of feels like they're just throwing fuel on that speculative fire. But uh, the righteous Vincent Bateman and Dutch are going to defend against Dalton Castle and the boys. Uh, Wikipedia has the boys listed currently as Brandon and Brent Tate and Dalton Castle is another name where it's like, just give him a bunch of money to be Dalton Castle. Yeah. Cause he's real good at it. He's so good at it. And yeah. It'll, you'll, you'll get that money back. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see more of Dalton Castle. Cause he's also someone that I was like, he could slide into AEW pretty well, but if he's going to stick around oh, yeah. like with re- ring of honor, um, I, that also has me, you know, excited. The ROH Women's World Championship will see Mercedes Martinez defend against Serena Deeb. Uh, Martinez and Deeb were tagging for a while, uh, still doing the one's a face, one's a heel. And now uh, Deeb finally turned on Martinez, challenged her for the title, and now uh, we're getting that match on Saturday. It's going to be good. Like, looking, yeah. at the two, looking at the two of them, uh, I can't imagine this match being bad um for whatever reason it doesn't feel like deeb is like super clicking with the audience like she's not getting the reactions that you know you would you would think that she could but that could just be yeah like me just seeing like not like everything out there but this will be a fun match i'm excited for it i think it's gonna be really good yeah uh two out of three falls match for the roh world tag team championship FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Hardwood defending against Jay and Mark Briscoe, the Briscoe brothers. And the first time, they their first match is on a short list of match of the year like candidates. Like, it's up there. It was so freaking good. I am equal parts, like, super excited to watch this match, but I also am 100... I have myself 100% convinced how it goes. And I think the fact that this is a two out of three falls match means that the Briscoes win the titles and this keeps them from needing a rubber match mm-hmm. because it, because it's going to be, nope, you know, FTR one, one Briscoes now get two pinfalls. Yeah. So like they beat them twice at that point. Yeah. Now granted, yeah, if, if, if FTR gets a pinfall, then that's two and two and you could still do the rubber match, but I, I almost don't know if that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, but either way, like it's going to be it's going to be in a super exciting match um, because it's ROH and they don't do a ton of like not gimmick matches necessarily. But do you think that this is going to what are you what are you expecting to see out of this match, Dalton? Uh, this is going to be a dumb comment, but really great tag team wrestling. Uh, <laughs> Stop like... the presses. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I think honestly, I. I'm very excited to see what FTR and the Briscoes can come up with in a two out of three else, uh, a two out of three false match, mm-hmm. because you can tell a lot of different stories that way, and that's like the one thing that FTR has been doing the last couple of like, well, for since they've been a team, but like they've really kind of figured it out for themselves, like character wise of just being great wrestlers, of figuring out how to just make every match a great wrestling match, and I'm really excited for because the Briscoes are probably one of the best tag teams in the last 10 years. Um, and it's not, that's not a, a hot take at all. 
Um, but they're a team that they haven't got to face a whole lot. And I think FTR really does enjoy like, oh, this is going to be different. This is going to be fun and different. And then they make it fun and different. And then it's really good. Um, I see a Briscoe's winning though. I think it's going to be, um, I think FTR is going to get the first fall. I think FTR is going to get a, a first fall and then the Briscoes are going to have to come back from a 0-1 deficit. Yeah. Way They're going to have to go two in a row. Yeah. yeah. I could I could see that happening. I also could maybe see, like, if, if the Briscoes... Well, I really... Actually, you know, I take it back. I don't... Mostly because FTR are holding, you know, two other promotions tag team championships. I don't see them going 0-2. And there may even be, like, this may be one where there is, you know, shenanigans afoot. Because anytime you hold more than one promotions championship, you have to be very mindful of, like, well, when you lose one, you're there's a champion losing a match. So, for a, in a promotion that isn't, you know, theirs. Fair. So, Ooh, I'm, I'm wondering I'm if that's gonna, I wonder if that's gonna kind of play into things. But, um, the ROH Pure Championship wrestled under pure wrestling rules. Uh, we'll see Wheeler Yuta defend against Daniel Garcia. <laughs> this is just gonna be ignorant. Like it's gonna be so good. I I like this is gonna be just some bullshit pro wrestling that the hell yeah rocks. That's gonna rock so hard. Yeah. Uh, um. Did you see the Did you see the video they put out? Huh. The the you need like I'm not gonna spoil anything in it because you do need to go out of your way to watch it. But it's just uh, Garcia and Yuta just being pissed at each other and just talking shit. And huh, it okay, is, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I'll find if I can find it again, I'll send it to you. But yeah, it's it was I saw, I saw it on Twitter. But sweet, mm, so good, so good. Uh, um, but yeah, this one's just gonna this one's gonna be even though it's under like pure rules, it's gonna be just violent and gross, and I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Hopefully they do some old school Daniel or Brian Danielson pure matches where they just beat the fuck out of each other. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear a lot of sounds that I don't like. I'm a oh yeah, bit, I'm gonna be but... like be like nobody slapped anything that time, Asa. That's just that's <laughs> no, just they slapped neat. each other. <laughs> what was it? Well, what yeah, was... one. I don't remember the match. It was I think it was up. In it St. was Louis. Rich Swan. It was. Oh, are you talking about would uh, start fake hitting each other? Go back to fake hitting each other. That yeah. was that wasn't at St. Louis. That was at Gaming Grounds, and it was Rich Swan versus uh, Cedric Alexander. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember if it was a, if it was a live match. I don't think. I, yeah, because I don't think were, I would have said that at a live show. Um, no, because it was one of those. Yeah, it was like just start or go back to fake hitting each other. Yeah. Yeah. They were lighting each other up. God damn, that was a good match though. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the cruiserweight classic, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was right whenever they debuted the Cruiserweights on Raw, because they tried to make them matter for, like, two or three weeks. That's right. Okay. It was in Memphis. It was in Memphis, because mm-hmm. uh, it was also the same night that Marco showed up with a sign that had all of his, like, socials before he was, like, signed anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so this this match is going to be, that's going to be some just good old wrestling. Also, Don't William ask Regal's me what prob- I ate. William Regal's probably going to be there, so, like, hell yeah. Yeah. Don't ask me what I ate yesterday, because I can't tell you. I can tell you everything about that moment. Yeah. But I can't, I can't tell you what I <laughs> ate yesterday. Uh, the ROH World Television Championship is on the line as Samoa Joe defends against Jay Lethal, uh, who will have Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh in his corner. Um, man, I don't, I don't know how this one goes because part of me thinks, okay, this would be a way to get an ROH title off of Joe so he can focus more on AEW, but I don't know where he slots into AEW right now. 
outside yeah. of Jay Lethal. Like, I mean, obviously he could slot in damn near anywhere. He could do just, you know, whatever he wants to do. But at the same time, like, maybe Joe is more of an ROH signing than an AEW signing, necessarily. That's kind of where you run into the problem of having two shows, two rosters, all under, like, one individual. So, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like Jay Lethal ends up getting the win here just because of, like, how this has been built up. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if Joe ends up winning, I'm never going to complain about Samoa Joe winning a match. Yeah, there's, it's one of those that I don't think there's a wrong answer. Um, I think I would rather have Jay win. Just because it's one of those, like, if you're rebuilding Ring of Honor, it's good to have a couple of stalwarts there. And I think Jay Lethal will kind of always be synonymous with Ring of Honor towards the back half of his career. Mm-hmm. And then the ROH World Championship is on the line as the foundation Jonathan Gresham defends against Claudio Castagnoli. Um, goddamn. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's a sentence. That's a sentence I got to say, <laughs> because like, holy shit! I and in two days we actually get to see it happen. My my only like nitpick because it's me, so I have to nitpick everything to death. I know we do a whole mm-hmm. segment called Power Positivity, but like I can't. There's two wolves inside that. of me, and one wolf yeah. is just a bitch. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Gresham. I don't love that he turned heel. Mm-hmm. like tully is if he's gonna turn heel pairing him up with tully fucking rules super on board with that ultimately but like i kind of wish we would have gotten like gresham castagnoli one as face versus face and then have Blanchard have him and- have him turn heel in that match and then do the full heel versus face for like the rematch yeah like that's how i would have like i because i because Gresham wrestling as a face is so friggin' good. And it's not like his style is... I don't think his style is going to change that much as a heel. Because that, like, ground-based, mat-based, grappling, just wrestling is universal. You can do that as a babyface. You can do that as a heel. Um, yeah. But just, like, the crowd reaction alone, I kind of want to see just, like... We want both of these guys to win. So, I, I... That's my only... That's my one little nitpick there. But, like... Between this... The Yuta and Garcia and the FTR Briscoes, like, I don't know if you're planning, planning, if you were planning on buying this, but like, I'm gonna. Like, just yeah, I'm for pretty the, sure I am. Those three matches are sold me. So, uh, no, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna snag this one just because I want to see what they end up doing with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really cool. I, again, I think we're kind of in a golden era of wrestling where we have multiple options and it seems like it's only getting bigger. Uh, granted, Ring of Honor is owned by the same company. Uh, but that company does a lot of shit that I like. So it's just, hopefully, hopefully it's different. I don't want it to be more of the same thing I like, but I also want it to be more of the same thing I like. Get what I'm saying? I'm very contradicting in that matter. No, I get it. Like you want it to be, I don't want it. I don't want it to be diet AEW, Mm -hmm. but if they treat it kind of like, if they take kind of the goofier shit out of AEW and put more of this more serious, like give me the AEW that just gives me good fucking wrestling matches. If you just make that all ring of honor, like, I, I don't know how big the market can get for something like that, but I will be here for it. it. That would be more of a niche product, but Ring of Honor's always been kind of a niche product. So if you just kind of make that old model of Ring of Honor, the old school, like, whenever it was first made, of just being like, no, it's the best of the indies, and it's all in one roof, mm-hmm. just go back to that, but then add in the fact that you also have half of the best performers in the fucking country and the world, 
and just kind of sprinkle them in every once in a while. This should be like what NXT was at the beginning. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where like, like early it's... NXT, like like John Cena would show up and face somebody, and like not the AEW person doesn't have to go over it at all, like every time, but make that Ring of Honor like it's really good on its own. Yeah. But just know that Penta or Lucha Brothers can come and face the Briscoes at any time. Right. That door is that is an open door. Do um, more of do more of what they tried to do, like what I imagine the original pitch of two oh five live was. Yeah. Like, hey, this is a separate brand, it's its own thing, but it's full it's chock full of talent and you know, who knows who could end up crossing over. Now don't do it where it's like, ah, clearly one is inferior. But like yeah. if, if ROH focuses more on because this is I don't think it's going to happen. But I think if it was, this is the best time. This is like an A-plus time for it. Where at some point in the night, you have Tony Khan announce the ROH TV deal. Mm -hmm. Whether it is on television, whether it is streaming. um, Because that's kind of like what I half think. Like, in the back of my brain, I kind of feel like that we are eventually going to get the AEW, like, the AEW network. Or whatever the, you know, oh, we've partnered with... Amazon Prime or HBO Max or Netflix or whatever. Uh, God, I hope it's not Netflix. But like, hey, but every part of this is, yeah, you get like the past, whatever the, you know, AEW dynamites and darks and pay-per-views and stuff like that. But also every Thursday night is the one hour ROH show. Yeah. And it's like three just matches. There's not a whole ton of like storytelling. There's not a whole ton of character work necessarily like obviously they can do stuff like that but it's not the focus the focus is on no let's watch these people wrestle and if they end up doing it because like he's also talked about roh being like a borderline not a developmental brand but kind of more of a like developmental and like farm league that almost sounds insulting and i don't i don't think i don't mean it that way and i truly don't think that like tony khan means it that that way but more of just like a, hey, we can cycle people in and out of like, all right, these are the stories we want to tell on Dynamite right now. But just because like, all right, well, we don't really have time for everyone because they are their roster is starting to get pretty bloated. And that's something we've talked about before. But like, hey, but we can have. Yeah. The, the, so like Blackpool Combat Club isn't really doing much right now for Dynamite because we're telling these other stories. Yeah. But they can show up on ROH and do a match and like they can show up on dark and wrestle and they can show up on like ROH and do something, you know, and same thing with like, okay, well we've got our, we've got people in ROH. Let's have them come up to do, um, stuff for, you know, we want to bring them up for dynamite for, you know, these three stories that we have lined out, ready to go. And then, okay, that's concluded. And now we're just going to like, you, you could, I think they could do something like that. I don't think I'm smart enough to pull that off, but I feel like, They've got it. They've got the pro wrestling thing mostly figured out. Like, obviously, yeah. they're not batting 100. You know, they're not 10 for 10. But it, it could work that way. They got a um, passing grade. They got a passing yeah, exactly. grade. Yeah, more than pa- above average. I'd give it above yeah. average. But Mike Sanders, um, yeah. So, yeah, but I do, th- I do think that, like, this would be a great opportunity for them to just be like, hey, ROH is doing a weekly show, bi-weekly show, you know, whatever. And this is where you can see it. Um, yeah. I feel like if there was a TV deal, that would have leaked by now. So that's why I kind of think it may be like a streaming service exclusive. Like they, yeah. I think they did actually announce 
that they are There's going to talk changes. about the honor club, right? Yeah, some changes are going to happen to the honor club. Um, because I think they're like something with the billing. They're going to honor the people that <laughs> they're going to like take care of the people that were signed up before the 16th of this month mm-hmm. for a handful of months and be like, all right, cool. You guys are still going to get all of this stuff, but it's going to change come November. But like no new people can sign up or some shit like that, I think. Um, also, Asa, I made a Mike Sanders reference when you said above average and you did not giggle even a little bit at it. And I'm kind of disappointed in you because that's still one of my favorite gimmicks of all time. Above average Mike Sanders. Asa, what was his finisher called? I don't remember. It was the 3.0. Because a 3.0 is a, right. is a B. Yep. There it is. <laughs> I love uh, that so much. Okay, so I'm on Bleeding Cool. In addition, ROH announced changes coming to Honor Club subscription service that offered fans discounts and access to streaming events. Ring of Honor is also currently revamping its Honor Club program with enhanced elements and functionality. During this ongoing transformation, there will be a pause on accepting new memberships. Current memberships, Mm -hmm. as of July 16th, 2022, will be extended at no additional cost until the refreshed Honor Club platform is launched in early fall 2022. Fans will be able to subscribe to Honor Club for a monthly fee of $9.99. New Honor Club content will become available 60 days after the events happen live. So they could just be, you know, maybe they're, maybe they are going to transition to just like, Hey, everything on honor club is going to, your everything ring of honor, you're going to have to catch on honor club, but it's going to be on that big delay. So, yeah, that's the thing though. I don't think they're going to do a delay like that. Like there has to be a TV deal then. Yeah. Because see, I don't know because at this point, every channel, every network pretty much, or a network parent company has its own streaming service. And it, I don't think that they would want a, you know, competing streaming service. Like, I don't, know, pay, just, it, don't pay $10 no, no, to get no, 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 We want no, you to no, subscribe that's, to, like, HBO Prime. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. Um, I might have said that wrong. Uh, like, they almost have to have a TV deal. or Because, like, hey, you can sign up for this, but you're going to be 60 days behind. If that's the only way to watch Ring of Honor, there has to be a TV deal in place. Yeah, but at what point is that like if they if they do have a TV deal and it isn't a network that you know has its own like Peacock or something like that, I don't know why you would ever sign up for Honor Club. Like, why wouldn't I just pay the ten to fifteen dollars oh, okay. a month? I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, to whatever to if there, especially if there's not a delay there. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll make an announcement. I am now that just, certain, you, you, I am now pretty convinced they're not going to. I think they're still getting this figured out. But, but I don't you know, know. I you also know don't know saying, how these though? deals work. Yeah, but do you get what I'm saying? Kinda, yeah. Cause like it's like, hey, you can watch these sixty days after they happen. Well, where are they gonna happen at then? Well, like where can I see like pay per views and Oh well that's fine, yeah, but like if it's weekly television or if they're doing weekly shows like, they obviously can't put that on YouTube and then put it on Honor Club 60 days later. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I'm very... Uh, you know what? We'll put a pin in it, and then we can talk about how stupid I am in six months. Or me. Like, I feel like we're both kind of just, like, our brain cells are just, like, whizzing past each other. Nothing's nothing's connected. Yeah, again, um, a lot has happened to me today. A lot <laughs> has happened for me today. But that is, that is Death Before Dishonor. That is going to be this Saturday, July 23rd, $40. Uh... Not bad. Not a bad deal. Like I mean, I, I, that it's for me. It's a three match card. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like everything on the card is going to be very good. But like, there's those three that I am mostly excited for. Um, let me go back. Where was this? Because I'm hoping. 
damn it it is bleacher report again okay bummer yay i assumed it was because it's you know it's it's roh it's tony khan they got the the bleacher report deal but like god bleacher report sucks um remember that one that we got on fight tv and we were so happy (laughs) it was so great because it like mostly worked yeah Um, it was great we're easy to please just let us watch the fucking wrestling jay spade uh bought it on bleacher report and i bought it on fight and he was just like how the how fucking come this isn't working at all i was like did you buy it on bleacher report he was like yeah i was like call him get a refund and buy it on fight and he was like are you serious and i'm like yeah just do it because he He did international feed well no because it was no it was you were able to buy it locally on fight you could buy it on both okay yeah and ever since then they haven't done that since and i'm like oh man did fight take their lunch money and they didn't like that Cause that's what it felt like. Cause sometimes it's like, cause right now, like the, the used to, it felt like it was, if you, you could get it on one or the other. And then if you mm-hmm. were international, you would, if you got it on fight in America, you could get it on bleacher report international, or if you got it, yeah. you know, vice versa. So, um, but that's it for death before dishonor. Get into a couple quick news stories before Dalton explodes with anticipation. Uh, speaking of ring of honor though, uh, Tony Khan today confirmed that the Briscoes, have in fact signed an exclusive deal to ring of honor um that is super cool to hear they you know especially after earlier this year or last year where they were kind of like certain networks did not want the briscoes to be signed because of comments that they have you know long since walked back and have seemingly like you know educated themselves and you know corrected their behavior because like i you know i You'll hear me talk about people that we'll talk about on this toy, like this, these toy announcements coming up of just like, I truly don't think that everyone deserves just the benefit of the doubt or a second chance. But if you actually like, you know, do the work, show genuine remorse, then sure. Now, granted, like no one is owed forgiveness. No one, you know, if you still don't want to fuck with the Briscoes because of what they said, I'm not going to hold that against anybody. Nope, not even he a little bit. He said some truly vile shit. But at the same time, he also seems to have like recognized that he was very wrong and he is genuinely remorseful for it. So like I I do think that there is you know, there is room for forgiveness, but you know, you do have to put in the work. It you and and putting in the work isn't just well, I didn't wrestle for a couple years. Let me come back. That's not no. That go fuck yourself. Um because you'll be you'll be of age um so too mean (laughs) no very on the nose very on the nose though (laughs) yeah um so yeah i you know fuck some people but the briscoes have signed on with roh tony khan said that they are there are several people that have signed deals with roh that have not been announced yet um but the briscoes are the most notable so I think that is that is cool. And, you know, maybe we'll get maybe after Saturday, we'll have a better picture of what like that ROH roster is going to look like. But I do I do kind of think that maybe we are a couple months out from seeing like a real big, you know, this may not be their coming out party. I think this is like the grand opening that happens at restaurants so they can do like the test run for the kitchen. So it's mm-hmm. not everybody in town knows what's going on. And then in a couple weeks, or in this case, probably a couple months, then they have the actual, like, boom, here's it's the, the f- big thing. It's the first double or nothing. Kind of, yeah. Because they hadn't, they didn't have Dynamite yet. Yeah. So they, like, they were like, here's double or nothing. Also, also, by the way, we got a TNT deal. We are also working on a video game and action figures. Like, they announced everything there. So, like, this was like, hey, here's your first taste of AEW. Come back in October when we really have this shit going. 
Yeah, and that, that's actually a pretty solid like comparison. I, I, I yeah. could absolutely see that being the I could see that being the case. Um, Man, what if they announce an action figure line at the pay per view? I will Whole... be. I will hear your screams like from my house. Which is good because it's at least a mile. Yeah, it's at so, least a mile. Uh, uh, other news of the week: Ric Flair's last match has finally been confirmed after weeks and or months, or at this point, it feels like maybe years of speculation. It is Ric Flair teaming with his son-in-law Andrade to take on Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Um, they made Ric Flair bleed in the promo video announcing it. Well, they they sneezed they on him. They sneezed on him. That's why he bled. Um, uh, ultimately to me the most surprising part of this isn't that it's Jay Lethal and Jarrett and Andrade like that all makes sense if you think about it like Jeff but the, what's surprising is it's you have people who currently have a WWE contract competing against people who have a AEW contract and an ROH contract respectively like I said respectively yeah. like I said those names in any specific order which I didn't but like that to me is the coolest part of this yeah uh, I, I genuinely hope, like, we people make the jokes all the time, but, like, seriously, I hope they do this, like, as safe as possible. I, you know, that video didn't really give me a whole lot of hope that it's not going to be Andrade taking the hot tag. Uh, like, but, I don't know. That's the match. The full card looks insane. Like, it's it's a stacked card, but I, I'm not going to watch it just kind of on principle. So. Yeah, you don't you don't want to reward bad behavior. Yeah. Uh, hey, Asa, I told you about the uh, exclusive action figure coming out for that show, right? All right. Uh, and then the did, last did story of the week <laughs> is Dax Harwood announced a new shirt uh, through Pro Wrestling Tees that um, all proceeds, 100% of the royalties, will be donated to the American Heart Association. And then I do need to find his follow-up tweet because he for he he like he said it and then he followed up with it and then also but like there were some he had twitter needs to let if you realize you made a error in the first like three minutes you should, twitter should let us edit i understand why there's not just a blanket edit feature because if i post something and it gets a hundred thousand retweets and then i edit it to say something like vile then yeah i get it um uh but dax announced that with this shirt which it is a it's a it's a white t-shirt that says fight like an eight-year-old girl with ftr inside of a heart and then the aw logo small underneath that um that on top of 100 percent of the royalties for the shirt sales going to the american heart association um he is going to match those royalties with his own money so good on him um this is in reference to uh the promo he cut last night on dynamite where he told the story of a five-year-old girl who had a heart defect. Uh, and they basically said she can have, you know, if she fights real hard, if she, if she, you know, does what she can, then she may not require surgery. And then three years later, she didn't need the surgery because of how hard she fought. And that, and then he, you know, revealed that that girl was his daughter. So, mm-hmm. uh, and the, he closed the promo with saying that, you know, in the match against the, the Briscoes, they're going to fight like an eight-year-old girl that, and then that made this t-shirt. So that's a super cool thing. This is the thing that Dalton was going to make his, power of positivity but i was like no you know what this deserves its own like news story yeah um super cool it was a it's one of those things that i'm like is it a promo like it very much is. yes Mm -hmm. like it's a it's a promo it's by all definitions it's a wrestling promo 
But it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it feels like so much more because it's going to be one of those, like, when we do our best of year list and it gets the best promo, if I don't talk about how Dax Harwood's eight-year-old daughter survived or, like, fought against a very, like, serious health defect, I feel like a bad person. Because, like, that's what should win it. Uh, I mean, it, but it was a wrestling promo because, again, it was tied into the match of just being like, I have to fight like hell to give my daughter a legacy she can be proud of. And I'm like, and we you're both, not even the most bad. You're not even the most badass person on the in your family, apparently. And we both predicted that they would lose the match. <laughs> We're bad people. Oh, yeah, we are. We probably are. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Hey, you but know, like, no, it's are? FTR. Yeah, and uh, it was. Again, it's just FTR is probably the best thing in wrestling right now. In just every aspect of it. Because it's that whole thing of just like, Sami Zayn is such an amazing professional wrestler. Yeah. But like, his, I don't know his actual name. I can't remember what his actual name is. But like, the person, way like, is a way, a way cooler person than what the wrestler will ever be for what he did for like Sam for Siri and shit like that. Right. This is one of those things where it's like, FTR probably best tag team in the world right now. Does not even equal the levels of fucking cool that Dax is for doing this. It, 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 this is a bad mentality to have because like parasocial relationships can be very dangerous. Um, so it's like, you got to kind of keep your distance when it comes to people you don't actually know, but like, it is kind of refreshing whenever someone that I was like, ah, I enjoy the work that you do, whether it's in content creation, podcasting, YouTube, uh, pro wrestling, you know, whatever. But like, I enjoy this work that you do. And it turns out you're also, like, a good person. Yeah. Like, that is nice. Because I have been very burned before. Especially in pro wrestling. So, uh, you know, and granted, this maybe will age absolutely awfully. God, Uh, I hope not. Dalton, I don't know if you have watched any of The Boys. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. But, like, I am now convinced. And this isn't, this shouldn't be the main takeaway of the show. But to me, it is that The Rock is 100% Homelander. Dude is a monster who has probably killed multiple people, but his team of like, he has a team of people projecting the social media in, uh, image and, you know, getting him all these movie deals and how he's presented in movies and monitoring the social media scores and things like that. Uh, like 100%. You will never be able to convince me otherwise at this point. But... Like, yeah. so yeah, maybe being like, oh yeah, it's cool that Dax is a good guy. And like, hey man, Adam Page posting, you know, dunks on shitty people. Hell yeah. I, I'm i glad that this guy is cool. And, you know, fast forward to 10 years, like, what do we know then? <laughs> Just kidding. Won't matter. Earth's going to be over. Um, hey, speaking yeah, we're of- Yeah, we boiling, baby. Speaking of capitalism, Dalton, let's move on to playing with ourselves. And now I need you to contain yourself because I kind of want to guide you through this. Because I'm looking okay. at this list- uh, we still got quite a bit of time. All uh, right, so let me let me knock show. out let me knock out some quick things. Well, so real quick, we're okay. gonna before we get into the action figure stuff, let's talk about the final DLC pack for WWE 2K22. Yes, uh, we got the uh, whole damn pack that came out. This came with I believe seven people, which was good because we had that pack a couple that was only four because somebody got released from the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but this pack is uh, Saray, uh, Zaylee. L.A. Knight, Logan Paul, Machine Gun Kelly, Rob Van Dam, and Commander Aziz. A.T.'s? Aziz? I, Aziz. Commander. Uh, 
it's a it's a cool pack. They did a lot of really neat things. Uh, Logan Paul has uh, he could they couldn't put the illustrator card on uh, on his little necklace pendant that he had for WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. what they did was they just used a my faction card and they put it in there and they just gave him like a ninety nine overall. Again, dumb but really cool attention to detail. Yeah, that's actually um, kind of funny. I actually like that like, a lot. That was that was cool. Um, I don't. I'm not in the level of people that are super upset about the Machine Gun Kelly edition. I don't. I think it's dumb. But they did. That's probably one of the coolest entrances they've done since the Terminator because they actually got one of his songs to be his entrance, mm-hmm. and he comes out playing a guitar and like it's neat. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly's not my cup of tea. He hasn't been since uh, Lace Up, but uh, I liked his early rap career. But like that's ah, whatever. Like you need celebrity editions to get other people to like. It, it got a lot of people talking about the game. Um, all of the characters feel pretty cool when they play. Zia Lee has a really dope entrance as well. Uh, but Rob Van Dam is, is, is hers so the much fun to... Is hers the superhero entrance? Uh, with like all the lightning effects and shit? Yeah. Yeah, it looks okay. way better in a video game because it's a supposed video game. To? Yeah, because it's kind of yeah. supposed to be one. Because it's the AR shit and the actual show, and I'm like, this is kind of lame. But like in video games, it works. It's a fucking video game. Um... Rob Van Dam is super fun to play as, which, like, anytime he's in a video game, I make it a point to play as him a lot because he has a fun moveset. Uh, they picked the weirdest fucking singlet for him, though, because, uh, like, it doesn't even have RVD anywhere. It looks like like an early ECW singlet almost. Super airbrushed, but, like, it is, does not scream Rob Van Dam when you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a good pack. A uh, lot of cool moves coming out of it. Machine Gun Kelly is the epitome of a video game character with their moveset. It's, they made a creative character with him, basically. Um, but all of the models look really good. There's nothing, like, blaring in it that I'm like, this is dumb. Everything looks good. It was a good pack. Um, so I can finally give my final review of 2K22 now that everything's out for it as of right now. Um, they're still digging up, like, packs and shit like that of, like, oh, my faction. Because, like, my faction right now has a Bootios. That's the featured pack. So you can get, like, 2016 New Day models that were in 2K15 or 2K17. Mm-hmm. But, um... It's a buy it. If you can get the NWO digital bundle for like 60 bucks between 60 and 80, I think it's a good value for content. Is that the one that overall. comes with everything? Like all of the, that comes with, yeah. Stuff? Cause, cause like the NWO comes with like two arenas on its own, um, that are really dope. But like, yeah, if you can get the NWO for like, I'd say $60 to 80. Now, if you get it under 60, it's a, it's a go buy it. Cause it's, it'll, you'll get your money out of it. Um, it's, it's a good game. It's been crashing a lot, but not in the middle of playing a game. Like I'll be in the creation suite getting out of a menu and it just like, I'll get the PS5 error report and it'll be like, you, would you like to report this? And I hit, yeah, that's happened to me a couple times, but that kind of happens with patches from time to time with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a good game. I like it. Um, plays well, good roster for the most part. Um, if you like WWE a year and a half ago, you'll see a lot of familiar faces that you don't get to see anymore. Uh, but it's, it's fun. I like it. Um, Excellent. so that's, that's my 2K review. Um, okay. Really quick, uh, this is a follow-up to last week's uh, Jim Crockett Promotions first official action figure with Ric Flair's final match. Asa, I said it was a Bendem that uh, Hawkins and Ryder are putting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Bendem figure, by the way. Right. This was this was made in the mid uh, early to mid-90s. Uh, for scale, here's an AEW action figure. Right, and so for our audio listeners, which is all of you, uh, the yeah. Bendem figure literally comes up to the waist of the yeah, six-inch uh, this figure. is like a... It's like a three and a half inch figure and yeah. it's, it's all rubber. It's kind of like an LJN, but it's not like a hard rubber. Asa, uh, I got my buddy from Dallas. Andy bought me this. Um, 
he got this for me for like two bucks. They have essentially since uh, Cardona and Myers have like been pimping them out and now making like official or new official ones with like current people like Dan Housen and Nick Gage. They decided for Ric Flair's final match they would put him in the robe, which is an all right robe with purple uh, things. And I know I told you the price last time, but remember this three and a half inch action figure of Ric Flair is two hundred dollars. Uh, that's just your that's your also another reason why I won't support Ric Flair's last match show uh, because they're making enough money on the toys. Um, but yeah, so that's that really quick. Now, how do you want to get into kind of, oh, what so, I bought this week? Yep. Yeah. So what I bought this, it's been a, it was a big wrestling week for me. Um, I got the, uh, lights out Britt Baker, uh, which is dope. I finally decided to get the bloody action figures after months of saying, I don't want them. Um, I got the Britt Baker and the Moxley Omega two pack, uh, go buy them. If you don't have them already, they're super fucking cool. Um, I got Eddie Kingston. Thanks Asa. That was a, that was a trade ski. And uh, I feel like there was something else, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, oh, Lex Luger, the Legends Series 15. I found the regular and chase version of that. So I have like an early 90s Luger and I have an NWO Wolfpack Luger. That's really cool. And then I got the Stacey Keebler uh, WCW figure as well. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something. We'll do oh, what- and and uh, I got my uh, another chase, AEW chase. I got the Ricky Starks and Darby Allen paint. Uh, oh, yeah. My buddy- Andy found that for you. Andy found it for me. He messaged me. I was asleep when he messaged me and he was like, Hey man, uh, do you want this? And it was like an hour whenever I woke up and I was like, I called him. I was like, did you buy it? And he was like, yeah, I eBayed it and saw that people were buying it for like $400. And I was like, shit. And he was like, no, 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 I'll sell it to you. So he, I did not pay $400 for it. I got right. it for retail, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, that's coming in. I'm super stoked. Cause like, I was not impressed with that chase when I first saw it. But the more that I have fallen in love with Ricky Starks, the more I'm like, oh, if I find that action figure, I wouldn't sell it if I got it. And then, like, a couple months later, my buddy's like, hey, I found it. You want it? So, uh, unfortunately, my buddy came down with the case of the, the COVID, so I have to wait a little bit longer for it. But I'll be super stoked when that comes out. I can't decide if I'm going to open it or not. I uh, can't decide if I'm going to uh, Okay. I, we're moving on. Uh, yeah. You mentioned the Target Legends Series 15 has been dropping. Uh, you have that on the list. Did you want to talk about any of the other ones or because I know it's the is so is the Stacy Keebler that's out? Isn't that more of a Miss Taskmaster Taskmaster? Yeah, 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 it's it's WCW. OK, so like she's in the she's in the pencil skirt and the like the suit get up mm-hmm. uh, comes with two interchangeable heads uh, and like a pair of glasses and a clipboard. Yeah. So uh, any old school stride fans, you can finally make your Jay Wellington Beauregard uh, custom with that accessory. Oh, I miss Jay Well so much. He was so much <laughs> fun to work with. Uh, but sorry. Uh, but like, that was a cool figure. Uh, Sadie is uh, very big into collecting the women's figures. So that was a really neat one. Um, not the Stacy Keebler I would have wished they would have made, but like, ah, it's, it's, a, it's the first Stacy Keebler we've gotten since like the mid two thousands. So like, oh, I'll, I'll happily take that. Um, and then we got the, f- the finale of the DX invasion figures, uh, with X-Pac. Uh, I have not found it yet. I'm going to try to buy two or three. Uh, just because I want one in the gear, and then I want one in the camo stuff, and then that one actually comes with another leather jacket, and I don't have enough leather jackets for my action figures, and there's like four customs I want to make with that, so <laughs> um, I have to buy a couple of those Xbox, and then we get like 2002 teaming with Rob Van Dam Kane, and this one is super cool because the mask doesn't come off; it's actually molded onto the action figure, so that's one that like I kind of just want for my Kane collection. It bums me out knowing the human being is the way he is. But I can't say that he's not a toyetic character in wrestling. Um, and I'm a sucker for a good 
nostalgia boost and that is probably like the coolest Kane ever is like O2 Kane where yeah. he was bouncing between being Rob Van Dam's tag partner and the fucking hardcore champion because uh, he came back like super fucking jacked right. uh, but yeah it's, it's a shame that that happened the way it did yeah. alright what's next Yeah. what's next I know I'm no, sorry I'm man bummed. I really am uh, talk to me about that new generation ring the new information we got off of that so, uh, last year, crowdfunding Mattel Creations, uh, they gave us uh, the first crowdfunding WWE uh, with the new generation ring. Um, it had three... It, it unlocked at 5,000 backers, and that was the ring, the entrance uh, stage, which lights up with, like, actual WWF, like, that air is like... They watched episodes of uh, WWF television and actually watched how the lights worked and, like, the light-up schemes, and they programmed it into that light up stage so at 5,000 we got the stage we got the ring that like has boards underneath it or molded boards underneath the like canvas which is unnecessary but kind of neat and um, and then a diesel ultimate which is ultimate is like their best action figure they make and the diesel is cool but whatever um, at 7,000 we got uh, Doink the Clown uh, a really cool ultimate Doink with like two or three extra heads it comes with a really nice fabric uh, jacket and a mallet um, that happened at 7,000 and at 8,000 they gave us alternate ring skirts with uh, Wrestlemania ring skirt and an in your house ring skirt um, and then they did an early word backing where you got Wrestlemania I want to say Wrestlemania 10 Randy Savage so I bought it because uh, as you will find out in the rest of the like SDCC is uh, reveals is that they really do fuck me over whenever they announce a Randy Savage because I have to get it if I can um, but they announced this early bird special. I remember telling Asa, like, I was going to wait to the last day to buy this ring. Cause I didn't want to like tie up money mm-hmm. if it wasn't going to get funded. And then they were like, we're going to do Randy Savage as the early bird. And I'm like, well, they got me a week and a half out. Um, they finally they gave were, us it. Cause they were very worried that it wasn't going to get met. Yeah. Cause it was not getting met until like the last day of the early bird. And then it went from like 3000 to 8,000 in like a day because just real Uh, quick um if you if you aren't aware of what we're talking about this was a crowdfunded project so yeah and i said that at the beginning so the the only way to get one though is you had to have backed it like this isn't going to be something you can get at retail you're (laughs) well no you you're gonna be get it you're gonna have to get it second hand but from a for you're not going to be able to pay what you know you're not going to just get it for the same price that you know dalton got his for there's there's gonna be a there's gonna be a resale market for it but uh good luck yeah it's it was like uh i think for me after like everything was like 280 but for three ultimates which retail it anywhere from 30 to 40 dollars a piece a scale ring which is usually a hundred dollar thing and then the entrance like it came in just at enough value for me to want to get this mm-hmm. um but they finally gave us like our video for it like they did an unboxing of it so they have the packaging the packaging is in a really nice looking box that when you open it up you can actually use as a background stage for your entrance Cause like, it's like crowd printed. So you can actually use the box as part of your display. Um, it looks gorgeous. Every ultimate actually comes in its own box. So like if you have an ultimate collection in box, you can just put those bitches right next to it and it fits. Which is cool. Um, I did. I did like that. I saw that. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't think the Hasbro's do that. They're just in the packaging. Like yeah. they're secured, but they're not in their the, own box. The Sentinel. So we got, cause we got our first look at, um, well, one, Galactus. the Sentinel has come out, and then we did get um, the Galactus unboxing. And in both of those, the 
stretch goals, the the figures for the stretch goals, they're just packaged in there. It's not like you get a Marvel Legends box. They're just in the styrofoam, like yeah. loose. So yeah, that is a, um, that is a, that is a very cool touch for inbox people. Yeah, and um, the all three figures look great. The ring looks amazing. I am have an in your house ring, which I have. That's like one of my favorite pay per view setups of all time. Are the in your houses? I just love. It's it's stupid. It's such a dumb name, but it makes me so happy. In your house. It's because it's in your house, Asa. You can get WWF in your house. And that's the name of the pay-per-view. Um, dumb, but I love it. Uh, even better whenever NXT did it during COVID era. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. The one, <laughs> but, that, um, the Gargano one was my favorite. Where he set it to 69 and then winked at the picture of Doc Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great. So great. Uh, I just talked myself into having to build that Build-A-Figure now. Fuck. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, so they're saying it's shipping this summer, so we're probably getting that in the next month. Um, I totally did not read that the Macho Man's coming in a separate shipper. I hope that doesn't mean that it doesn't come, like, I hope it all comes together, but the Macho Man is not in the box. Yeah. It it comes in its own, like, box, but it's not with the package, which is fine. That's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I'm opening all of them anyway, so it doesn't bother me as much. But, like, I'm super excited to finally get this, because I, like, I've been excited for this since the day that I paid for it. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Uh, hopefully they keep doing crowdfunding stuff. I don't think I'll keep doing Like, it'll have to be something really good for me to want to do another crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I don't like paying for something and then waiting a year. Uh, even though I know it's going to be worth it. Even though I know it's going to be worth it. It's that inf- instant gratification of just like, oh man, why do I have to wait for yeah. this? I've, you already have my money. Give me my thing. But that's yeah, not how so- things work. I'm super excited. For, it's, it looks really dope. All three figures look really good. A lot of people are shitting on the diesel because they're like, there's not enough in the box. It's a diesel figure. Figure. He had a vest. He had two different kind of hands, and he had to yell every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's not like Doink, where he had a mallet and shit like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Outside of the Mattel creations, uh, Ringside dropped a bunch of AEW pre-orders this week say, or last night. Let's rush through oh, these bad. pretty quick, just because we've got there with all the San Diego Comic Con stuff. Um, Unmatched Series 5 went up for pre-order, which was Brian Danielson, which is his first figure. Uh, a Kenny Omega, which is in his, like, street clothes, like, party gear, which yep. was funny. I didn't grab it, though. Like, I may end up, if it's one of those, like, if I see it out, I might grab it, but it's not one that I was, like, super worried about. Um, yeah. Red Velvet getting her first figure. Uh, Sammy Guevara, um, Inner Circle gear. Which, the prison gear, yeah. The, the prison gear. Um, Sean Spears first figure, which is super cool. And then the Darby Allen LJN, which was originally supposed to be part of the unmatched three, the yep. dark order wave. Um, yep, but then got delayed. So now we're finally getting that here with, um, series five. Those are up for pre-order on ringside collectibles. Um, also up for pre-order right now is the second wave of the AEW Supreme figures, which is another Kenny Omega and the Malachi black, um, I, I, I ordered both of the first wave of the Supreme just to say that, like, I had them. But I mm-hmm. only ordered Alistair Black or Malachi Black just Mac- because I have a bunch of Omega figures already. And, again, it's one of those things, like, if I see it out in the wild, uh, maybe I'll grab it, like, as an impulse buy. But I, I'm prioritizing that, that Malachi Black because, dear God, the entrance gear that it comes with, stuff like that, like, that's all super, super sick. Um do, are are you like particularly excited about any of these? Like, obviously, you're very excited about getting a Brian Danielson. I'm just gonna I, ass, I'm gonna assume that. Um, I'm I oddly ordered, excited about the Sean Spears. Uh, I forgot Sean Spears was in that because like I just instantly went because I didn't want to wait because I'm having to wait for a Punk. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, fuck this. I'm not waiting for Brian Danielson. Um, 
So I just ordered Brian Danielson. I totally forgot Sean Spears was part of that wave. But I have gotten to the point to where I don't pre-order AEW as much unless I just have total, like, FOMO with it. Yeah. So I was like, Sean Spears will be on the shelves. If I can find a Brody Lee in Cape Girardeau, I will find a fucking Sean Spears figure. Sure. Um, Red Velvet I'll end up getting whenever I find it in stores. This was a wave that was very cool, but there was nothing that I needed to have minus uh, Danielson. Mm-hmm. So I only pre-ordered that one. The Supremes being fifty dollars, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of value in those. But I need to see people review them first, yeah, um, because they're adding extra articulation. I want to make sure those figures are good quality figures first. I won't get Series One. I got Cody's and I got um, Baker. I got I got two or three Britt Bakers. Yeah. So like, and I got the bloody one, so I'm good. Like this one's on my shelf. This one actually gets to be on the AEW shelf. Mm. Um, but. The Malachi Black is probably the only one that I would be like, I need to buy right now. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to wait to, like, once I see the Cody and Britt Baker reviews, I'll be like, I can get Malachi Black and trust the the value of this. Because, um, and I also do like that they come with, like, different bottoms. Because, like, since the tor- torsos just pop out, you can and you can change the gear. And Malachi Black, sometimes being in trunks, sometimes being in those, like, fight shorts, kind of, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, I just, $50 is pretty steep for a figure. Um whenever I know it just has blood butterfly joints and a toe articulation. So I want to see how they are. I want to see what they look like in review form before I spend the money for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I pre-ordered Brian Danielson just because again, I should have done it for punk and I didn't. And I almost paid $60 to get one out of Mercari instead of just waiting. It, I waited. I waited. I know you did. I'm like, just, I just, I need everyone listening and you to know that, yes, if Dalton would have paid $60 for a brand new figure that is going to be like, he will undoubtedly be able to find for retail just because he just, was impatient and missed on the pre-order, uh, I would have slapped him. Yeah. And I didn't do that. So we're good. Um, but yeah, um, and then the, uh, they, uh, aside from our next to a match series five, we also got two new AEW ringside collectibles exclusives. Mm-hmm. So these are the only ones that you can, uh, you buy from ringside.com. Um, we got lights out or not lights out the first, first dance. dance CM Punk, CM Punk figure. Um, really cool. Comes in the ice cream, uh, bar box. Uh, and then the figure itself comes with like an ice cream bar and a half eaten ice cream bar and two head sculpts. Um, it's street gear though. So I don't really need it. Um, if it goes on ringside and it stays up there for a while and I can get it for like 30 bucks, I may order it then, especially since they're going to be seeing punk and me to death. You can only assume in the next like year and a half. Absolutely. So I don't really need street clothes, uh, gear punk. I have long boys punk coming in and then. Uh, we'll get to it during the ringside or the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives on the Jazzwares side. But we have the Walmart exclusive coming out, which is basically the chase, but better. Uh, I skipped on that one, but they gave us an Owen Hart figure. Uh, they announced it at the last uh, fan access they did, but we could finally pre-order it. Uh, the King of Hearts Owen Hart comes in like the old Stampede gear that he had. Uh, comes with a jacket, two heads, and a belt, which I'm assuming is going to be the Owen Hart Memorial Cup belt. So if you get the Adam Cole, you can put that on him. Or you can have Owen hold it. Fuck it. Um, I just... The fact that I'm able to buy an updated Owen Hart action figure. Because aside from the Micro Bros, we haven't had an Owen Hart figure since the the last Blue Blazer figure. And that was like 99. So, we have been long overdue as fans. Now, that's not what's important. Like, I'm not saying that we are 
owed this, but I am very happy that Jazzwares and AEW was able to build this relationship with the Hart family to give us this. Um, super excited to have it. Um, again, I don't like buying these ringside exclusives because I think they're pricey, but this is the one where I'm like, nah, it's worth literally every penny and then some. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm super stoked. To have, like, if you go back and listen to the first time I was ever on Kevin Huntsberger's My One, Two, Three Cents the podcast, he asked me point blank. Now, granted, AEW didn't exist then, so we didn't know, but he was like, what elite do they need to make for you to be, like, super happy? And I said Owen Hart. I said it without thinking. Yeah. Because that's the one, it's like, anytime somebody asks me that question, I always say Owen Hart. I don't have to fucking say that anymore. Like, I get to have an Owen Hart. Now, is it the gear I want? No, but fuck it, I don't care. Like, I get an Owen Hart figure. Um, so that's really cool. But that's kind of the the regular world of wrestling action figures round up into a nice, like, 20-minute segment. Now we get to talk about San Diego Comic-Con. So this is where I'm going to need you to guide me through a lot of it. Because we're at eight minutes over an hour, and I do not want to keep people too long. No, I mean, I th- I don't think we need to go over every announcement but like i want you to give me the heavy hitters because let's well for actually first off real quick um there is only one um aew san diego comic-con announcement figure so far um which is probably going to be the only thing that we get because jazzware said there was only going to be one aew thing uh and that is it's convention exclusive you're not going to be able to get it on ringside you're not going to be able to get it retail it, it is like you have to be there at the convention to have gotten it um and that was a Brody lee um, yeah, one of 1,000. Yeah, one of uh, 1,000. So a, it was limited and it was an exclusive. So, um, looked sick as fuck, though. It was, and, and that kind of like, I don't know. There's just something. Either way, even if it was like a wide release, they're profiting off of him, which by all things we know he was super happy there. They treated him very well. They continued to treat his family very well. It's not that I have a problem of them, like, profiting off of you know his likeness there i think my problem comes with it being an exclusive like this you're going to have scalpers and you're going to have people that bought one to resell at a ridiculous price and like that doesn't sit right with me Mm -hmm. um because like the way that wwe does their comic-con exclusives they're joke figures like it's it's goofy it's funny you're not really missing anything if you don't have it in your collection um whereas like man this is a really cool brody like this is a really cool brody figure so i don't know i like and maybe that makes me a little bit of a hypocrite but like i don't there's just something of way the when i read it like it hit my brain wrong yeah but but that was the only AEW thing yeah and AEW showed off a couple like they showed off supreme one and two and they actually showed us a really good out of box photo of the or out of box figure um the cm punk walmart figure and they the exclusive to Walmart from, well, it'll just come out whenever the whole wave comes out, like retail. But it's uh, CM Punk in his trunks. He has a different head sculpt. The head sculpt on this one looks way better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with a hoodie. So, like, it's better than the Chase, honestly. Uh, the Chase just comes in the trunks and no hoodie. This one comes with an AEW hoodie and a different head sculpt. Um, so, that one looks pretty dope. Uh, but, yeah, Jazzwares, I don't think they really prioritize this for an AEW. Jazzwares had bigger fish to fry. There's Pokemon Squishmallows, so Jeremy was happy. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was AEW. Hopefully next year they like kind of prioritize this a little bit more. Because again, you had that, which was like two or three figures they showed off. And then you had Mattel. Yeah, and Mattel and Mat- announced like the next three years worth of 
action figures. Mattel are- walked into the building, dick hanging. They were like, "All right, let's let's talk about some wrestling action figures." Dunk, so, and then put everything on the table. So, I think it would make sense to start with the ones that are like the standalone. They're not a part of um, elite, or you know, they're not like an elite wave, whatever. Because yeah. I know there's a couple of those. So hit us with some of these, like, the ones that are going to be, like, standalone two-packs or special editions, stuff like that. So the really cool thing that I took away from this is that um, last year's San Diego Comic-Con exclusive being um, the LJN-inspired uh, Sergeant Slaughter Ultimate. Mm-hmm. And that figure sold out instantly. I couldn't even get my hands on one. Fortunately, I didn't fucking want it. Um, but, like, they put it in, like, an LJN carding style and it being an Ultimate figure. Uh, that went over really well that they decided that they were going to expand that concept. So the fall convention exclusives, we're going to get the Coliseum collection, which if you don't know, if you're a younger person, Coliseum videos was the um, v- or the VHS like releases of all the old WWF, like 1980s, early 90s uh, releases. So you want to watch WrestleMania uh, three, you have to have the Coliseum videos. Well, they're doing Coliseum uh, collection, which again is a super dope name. And the first two are going to be from the LJN series. We're going to get the Terry Funk figure. Which, buying it. It's a two-pack, though. And this is the one that I'll flip. Um, we're going to get the Black Card LJN-inspired Hogan Ultimate. Uh, this was a Canadian-exclusive LJN that came out like in the dying days of LJN having the license. Um, where it was Hogan with a white shirt and red trunks. Don't think it ever actually happened like in the real world, but it's a very sought-after LJN nowadays. Uh, they're making an Ultimate Wave. I like when they do shit like this. I don't like Hogan, necessarily. But I like when they do callbacks to older action figure waves. That is always going to be a chef's kiss in my book. And that's what the Coliseum collection is with this two pack. Um, we're also getting a, they're doing their retro figures, which are a callback to the Hasbro figures. We're getting a ringside uh, two, two packs uh, featuring the NWO. So we're going to get Hall Nash six and Hogan um, six and Hogan are together. So I'm going to be buying a Hogan uh, retro because I'm going to need that six figure. It amazes uh, me. Like how many figures that they can make of someone who had a total of like four looks over 60 years right right because and they do and they do a good job with them because they always sell um but we're gonna get nwo hogan retro along with hall nash and six gonna be buying that that'll be a ringside exclusive um going back to ultimates we got a couple of actually all of the ultimates that they showed off were like amazing um we have a target exclusive macho man that should be hitting any day at stores now um and like the macho madness that's an old elite that like is 250 dollars in box now if you want to buy it uh, so I'm happy they're re-releasing it in ultimate form. Um, there's a Brock Lesnar with ponytail that's coming out like with his little man bun moment. Uh, that figure looks dope as hell. Uh, there's a new Ultimate Warrior because of course there is. Uh, I don't care about Ultimate Warrior figures a whole lot. And then uh, the big Ultimate news that are two big Ultimates that are getting announced that or got announced that I'm super excited for. We're getting an all pink Bret Hart which that's another elite that was a ringside exclusive years ago. That's now like $250 in box if you want it. So they're re-releasing that in ultimate form. Um, this looks like a really good Bret Hart. And uh, they're, we're finally getting Jeff Jarrett in WWE elite and ultimate scale. Uh, again, we have not gotten a Jarrett WWE figure since 99. It was a bone cruncher. I know that we've gotten some TNA releases, but this is the first WWE uh, licensed figure in over really never been a, like a Jared elite Mm-mm. Huh. no that's that's the only reason i got excited about it Ace, because okay. i do not See, have a single Jared. that makes that makes way more sense because we had a, we had a discussion before we started recording about like my general apathy towards the, most things Jared, 
Uh, and he was, like, weirdly excited. So this makes a lot more sense that this is the first, like, elite, ultimate scale WWE yeah. figure for him. So, okay. So that makes that makes so much more sense. Yeah, we're getting that. But you see why I was confused. Because I assumed, yeah. like, you'd already had, like, one or two. No, no, I don't have a single Jarrett. Yeah. And that's why I said, like, I'm kind of bummed that it's an A.I. great, like, the weird shirt-striped Jarrett. Yeah. Because that's not the first one I would want. I would be, I would want to don't piss me off, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Um, or Slap, slap Nuts. Fuck, give, give me a WCW Slap Nuts. <laughs> Fuck it, let's go. Um, but, yeah, no, so we're getting the first Jeff Jarrett WWE figure in, like, 20 years. Um, a little bit more than 20 years, but, yeah, like, super stoked about that. Um, I'm just kind of looking down ringside right now and hitting up the, the high points. Cause if random you, shit that it is worth knowing random, if you want to see photos of these, cause like we're, you know, we're just describing things. We don't have a way of like posting pictures, um, without just like completely spamming your Twitter feed, uh, ringside yeah. collectibles, Twitter, uh, their website, and Instagram, uh, Instagram, like there's a, uh, the major wrestling, uh, podcast, major wrestling figure, uh, podcast. Yep. They have all like, you can check them out and get all sorts of, uh, pictures if you're if any of these like uh, have you curious yeah so a couple of like odds and ends we're getting a pat mcafee basic i'm bummed out it's not an elite but again my, my motto fuck it let's go uh i'm gonna have a pat mcafee action figure <laughs> which is super cool um we're getting a chainsaw charlie that got shown off again i love terry funk uh i'll have three very distinct terry funks in my collection if i get a hold of coliseum Yes, sir. This has this. Is this the one that comes with the alternate head where it has the pantyhose and the unmasked? Yup. I like that is I, I saw that and I was like, OK, and it comes with the yeah. chainsaw. Like, all right. Yeah. So that's cool. and that Terry Funk, I have the ECW Terry Funk from like five years ago. So I'm going to take that unmasked head and just put it on that elite. And then guess what your boy has? I have an updated Terry Funk head scan on that thing. So mm-hmm. that'll be an awesome for my 1990s collection. But yeah, Chainsaw Charlie's super cool. Um, Ringside Collectibles on pre-order right now. Uh, a Mega pra- uh, Mega Powers 2-pack. Again, it's insane that we keep getting Hogan figures. But like, it's a really sick macho man. Uh, they will always get me on Savage. That will be one that will always be like ones I will have to purchase. Um, just kind of running through some cool shit. Because they announced like... This is, I always get surprised that Mattel does this, but it's because I think the last two years they weren't able to because of COVID. But I remember like whenever the Cassius Ono figure got released or like announced in 2018, 2019, like they also announced like 30 other figures. That's exactly what happened today. So like trying to cover every little odd and in is like almost impossible. But um, Target is getting an exclusive three pack of elites where it's, Macho or not Macho Man, uh, Razor Ramon and One Two Three Kid and their ten thousand dollar challenge match, and it actually it, with an Undertaker, which uh, it's fine, but it comes with the raw letters, which again will work perfect with the new generation ring. Uh, it feels like they are releasing things to go along with that ring, which is super cool. Uh, that's the kind of thing that I appreciate. Where if hey, did you spend a lot of money on this? Well, here's some shit to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Some other good ones. We're getting a Kofi Kingston in the Skeletor gear, or as close to the Skeletor gear as they're going to give us. Um, yeah, that's because there's a... I which is I, funny, because Mattel owns that, like, property, too, so just give us the gear. Like, they own, like... Yeah. Because, again, they so whenever DC, whenever, like, Rey Mysterio would do his DC figure, like, gears, there is an Elite of the Flash gear... In just the straight up flash gear, and then there's one uh, like a two pack where he's in his Batman gear, 
but DC was under the Mattel banner at the time, so it was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like I don't I will buy this Kofi just because I think it's really like it's really tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that like I again I'm a big fan of purple, and this is a really good Kofi. And I won't get rid of my New Day three pack. I like the cotton candy gear because I love that a lot. But um, you can't split them up. It's like no, pup- and it's like not- puppies go into a home. No, you gotta yeah. But um, like Ela looks awesome. The new greatest hits series looks like it's going to be pretty cool for newer collectors so like asa if you wanted to get into elite collecting i'm not saying you are but if you wanted to they're literally making they're making a series of elites now that are callbacks to very hard to get elites so like do you want ray mysterio and his uh, day of the dead gear that's probably like a hundred dollar inbox action figure right now well we're re-releasing it we're putting the new technology in it so like the double jointed arms and better like move like um articulation we're putting it in this figure it's going to be 20 25 bucks um, and they're doing that for a bunch of really cool ones. I am actually going to have to buy the Undertaker from that because I don't have an Undertaker from that era. And I have like almost every era of Taker, so I'm going to need that one. Um, th- again, Mattel's just doing a lot of really cool shit. I'm trying to like, I'm just scrolling through and making sure I'm not missing anything. Oh, big one. Big fucking one. Mattel Creations tomorrow. Um, you can get two things on Mattel Creations. Um, the No Holds Bar 2 pack that we talked about last week. And we're getting our first Cody Rhodes action figure. Um, they announced a basic that looked like butt because they used a head scan from 2013. Uh, and it's very obviously that is a younger Cody Rhodes than what he currently is. But I get it. That was a good way to pump an action figure out. Mm. But we are getting an ultimate Cody Rhodes through Mattel Creations. This is the first ultimate they're doing just through that website. It's like their Hasbro Pulse. Um, it is $45. I will not be buying it. Uh, but if you don't have an AW uh, Cody, this is the Cody to get. Because it's going to have the good butterfly joints. It's going to have, he has his neck tattoo. He has the dream. It's his, I believe it's his WrestleMania gear. Is this, yes. so this is, so because it's a creations, that means that it's not going to be up for retail. Like this is another, mm-hmm. it's a, it's like the ring. You have to pre-order it essentially to back it. Cause I don't, cause you have a week to pre-order it. I don't think they're making a minimum on it. Okay. I'm sorry. No. You don't need it, Asa. You I don't, don't need it. And I fucking don't fucking know. I'm the whole, just like mythos around cody Rhodes right now is like borderline infuriating i and will for say them to act like oh well now the cody Rhodes. the only way you're going to get a cody Rhodes figure is you have to pre-order this one you're not going to get it again and it's like no they're obviously going to make 50 more of these fucking things they're going to be pumping out AEW cody figures for like the next year probably still uh i don't know why this annoys me so much like, i think the supreme it, is because when I saw the that there was an Ultimate Cody, I was like, cool. That like that makes sense. Like, make his first uh, action figure back a big one. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, well. I will um, say, too, I'm also a little salty that they announced this. Because I thought I would at least have one more week before they just announced everything. Because I did want to know. I was going to ask you, like, what do you think happens first? WWE's first Cody figure gets released. Or AEW's last Cody figure it'll be cody's last because we only have a digital render well we do have that basic that basic is already like they showed that off that can start getting mass produced now okay um which again that's the only good thing about having somebody that was like that's the reason they were able to pump out matt and jeff's like that because they just had to make a new matt head Mm -hmm. and the second they were able to do that they were just pumping them out same thing for cody they have the sculpts although that and you have the elite that that basic head has i'm pretty sure but um it's very much a younger Cody. It looks fine, but like I I have it somewhere. I guess it fell, but I have the uh, TNT Cody. That's an elite figure. 
I have, and like, that's why I don't need the Supreme. Well, if you don't want the ultimate and you don't want to like support that Mattel creations, just go buy the Supreme. Cause you're going to get two, uh, like two gears for it anyway. Yeah. And it's going to have almost the exact same articulation as that ultimate would have. Um, so yeah, him getting an ultimate's pretty like pretty good turnaround depending on when that drops. It's going to be like in a special, uh, case with like a slip cover. So I can't even guarantee it's going to fit with your ultimate's collection like properly um the box looks cool it's just not one of those things that i need um no holds barred i'll probably end up buying that tomorrow if i wake up in time but like this cody pre-order i i have the aew figures mm-hmm. i have multiple cody aew figures i'm good uh if they make a cool elite um sweet but i don't need it like it's the same thing with this ultimate like it's really cool but i don't need it i would imagine it would have to be like he debuts like a new gear that you love yeah, like it would that, have to be like, like a, he did a Legend of Zelda gear that like is mm-hmm. a from a specific video game and there's like cool little Easter eggs in the gear and they can make that for the figure. I'll do that. Yeah. But like there's not a lot that and again, Cody's gear hasn't changed in the last three years or in the last five, six since he's been on the indies. Mm-hmm. His gear has been pretty much the same. Just sometimes there's a Bullet Club logo on it and sometimes there isn't. Um. So like if you have like, again, that purple TNT Cody. That is, like, the quintessential perfect Cody to me because I like that color scheme. Now, if you get the Supreme, I would argue that that's a great WWE Cody because he pretty much wore that gear already at WWE. So, like, it's pick your poison with it. I get why they're doing it. It's a good business model to be, like, it's a good way for Mattel Creations to pack in as many pre-orders as possible for a figure and for WWE to be, like, start doing more shit for us on Mattel Creations. Yeah. Do you see what we did with the ring and this Cody and this these retros coming out? Um, but they but yeah, to, no, I they need to be careful what they wish for if they, if that is something that they want to push because like look at has like take Haslab as a template. Uh, Marvel killing it, crushing it. Star Wars, S- Star Wars, big yikes! They are the their last two did not get funded and it wasn't even close. Yeah, uh, with the, and then, the Rancor and the the one lightsaber. And this will be the last thing that I kind of want to end on because this is kind of an important moment in wrestling figures. Um, we finally got the announcement and all of the digital renders of Elite 100. Uh, yes, we have finally hit 100 Elite Waves, proper Elite Waves. If we're counting all those spinoffs, we're like at like 170. But this is Elite 100. Um, this wave is kind of weird. Um, some of it I expected. Some of it is very off the wall. But we have Elite 100. It's going to be The Rock, Andre the Giant, Rey Mysterio, Becky Lynch, John Cena, and Steve Austin. Now, the choices that were made, Asa. Because the Andre the Gi- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Because oh, right, so, I was going to ask, like, because you're you're going to bring up the variations of these yes, figures. Okay. Because I feel like for Elite 100, every single one of these figures should have been an evergreen Rock, Andre, Rey, Becky, Steve, and John. Mm-hmm. It should be ones that you can put in your collection and that'll always, like, that is a Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin figure. figure. And there's a reason I said Steve Austin. Um, but, so here's here's what we got. We got a very, and again, they did it right with Becky Lynch. We got Becky Lynch in all white gear. That will always be Becky Lynch. Like, that is a good, I think it was when she returned because um, she has the SmackDown Women's title. And it's just the SmackDown Women's title. I feel like that's right. But that's a, that's a cool, I think it even has the Becky side plates on it. Don't quote me on that, but that's Becky Lynch. I feel like that is somebody, if you're going to put a female figure in Elite 100, that's who deserves to be that person. 
um, because this also is going to have like special like carding in the back of it. Um, John Cena is from, it looks like 2006. The spinner belt's actually going to spin. That is the perfect John Cena figure. Thank you, Mattel. Um, the Rock actually has the, the Brahma Bull belt, which is, was actually never on TV. But like, hey, we're finally getting in Mattel form. And it's it's a Rock figure. It's cool. Um, Rey Mysterio is probably the banger in the set, in my opinion. Because it's a like 1996 Rey. And it actually comes with a proper looking WCW Cruiserweight belt. Which is the first time that we're getting that title on a figure. Super fucking cool. Um, that's probably the one I'm the most excited for. Um, here's where we, we have two kind of head scratchers, Asa. We have Andre the Giant and Street Gear. Why they're giving a, a Street Gear figure in Elite 100, I don't know. But I believe it's whenever he tore the cross off of uh, Hogan's neck. Because it does come with a broken cross necklace accessory. Uh, so even though Hogan's not an Elite 100, he is represented. And then he has the WWF uh, Championship. Which, like, cool. I'll buy this one because I don't have a proper Andre in my collection right now because I used it to make a giant figure for my WCW set. So, like, I need this Andre, actually. Um, and, I like, it's cool to have Andre in street gear. Like, that's actually kind of neat. That's going to be the chase um, with, like, a teal jacket, black pants, and a pink shirt. Uh, that's not what I would have done, but whatever. Here's the head scratcher that I'm like, uh, they're, I'm probably going to buy it, but I don't like that they did it. They did... Stunning Steve Austin whenever he won, like, the WCW television title. So, it's Stone Cold with a full head of hair. Well, full. I mean, more full than what he had any other time. And it comes with the red... Man, I feel like I should know what belt that is. But it's the red... I think it's the WCW television title. I think he won it from Steamboat. But he's in the, uh, like, super late 80s, early 90s trunks gear... It's a really cool moment. If they would have, again, some of these figures, if they would have given them to me in the Target Legends wave, and that reminds me, I have one more figure to talk about. Um, but if they would have given that to me in the Target's Legends wave, I would have been so much more excited for that mm -hmm. than putting it in Elite 100. I feel like that's a very weird thing to put in Elite 100, especially because like they did Basic 100 a couple years ago, and it was all heavy hitters, all in very identifiable gear. And that was for the Basic series. And that's whenever basics started sucking anyway. Like, they took away a lot of articulation. This is your main line. You fixed a lot of the articulation problems, and they give us some kind of head scratchers on this. Um, they look good. Um, I might just buy the Steve Austin for the belt. But, like, I was kind of... Uh, Elite 100 is an enigma to me. It is cool, but not cool at the same time. It's cool that we got there. The choices they made, I wasn't a super fan of, super big fan of, especially considering all of the, like the offshoot throwback waves we have right now. You say that, yeah. You see, you've already said the weird ones you're already gonna buy. So, well, yeah, and that again, kind of like, proves their point. So, yeah, no, it does because again, like I'm a very, but I'm also, I'm not. I would say, I'm a not a super collector of elites, like I used to be, where I would buy everything and then like have duplicates of everything. Now I just kind of keep what I want and not buy extras if I don't need to. Um, but I do buy more than most. Um, I am the kind of person that they are targeting this towards. Um, even though I have a weird opinion about it. Like this is this elite 100. It's all shit that I need. Uh, minus the rock might still buy it though. Cause I just bought a top talents rock like not too long ago, but, um, it's cool that we got to elite 100. Um, and here's the last one. And then I promise this is it. Um, legend series. I believe it's 17. We're getting AJ Styles. 
And you might be saying to yourself, Styles started in WWE in 2016, guys. Why is he getting a Legends figure? He was in WCW for like five episodes, and they're putting that AJ Styles in the Legends line. And if you take the Nitro shirt off of it, you can make it just, it's just passable enough to be an early TNA AJ. And I think they just, I think Bill McKenna, the guy that makes these, he's a big like independent wrestling fan. And like AJ Styles was also a big part of Ring of Honor early in the days. I think he found a way to fudge this figure in those elite waves and make it work. And he made it work beautifully. Um, it's short hair AJ. He's in the bikers. I am so like they showed this off and I audibly gasped because I was like, they figured it out. They figured out how to give us this AJ uh, because he was on WCW for like a cup of coffee before it shut down. Uh, but that's super cool. Uh, but yeah, SDCC Mattel really did come out swinging like a mofo. And I think it's, I think this is the cool thing about wrestling figures right now is that Jazzwares has put so much pressure on WWE because their figures like uh, they're, they have some quality issues and they don't always look the best, but they do do some neat shit with theirs. Like we're getting the blood figures. We're getting like throwbacks to current stars. They have like uh, Jericho whenever he was in CMLL. Um, like they're doing some cool shit. Mattel's like, all right, cool. Well, we got to show them that we're not messing around. Cause also like the guy that does the jazzwear stuff is also called out Bill McKenna a couple times. And I think Bill McKenna is that kind of person. That's just like, all right, well let's see what I can do with my large batch of money and just put shit out. Um, but yeah, no super cool day for SDCC. Uh, if you're listening to this, hit us up on Twitter. What action figure were you most excited about? Uh, because I know mine is probably either mega powers, uh, Savage, that Jarrett, or WCW Nitro AJ. King uh, but Woods. yeah, hit me up on that. And what? Oh, King shit, Woods. Asa. That's also, the best Asa, one. That's the I best got one. bad news for you, though. You said that you gotta buy one. You don't. That's the chase in that wave. You gotta buy two. Uh-huh. Wait, what's the di- so what's the difference between the regular gear. and the chase? Different gear. Different gear. It's like in a red and green gear, the chase is. Are they both King Woods? Yeah. Oh, no. I only need one. Uh, but I think you need both. I mean, if I find both, I will probably get both. But that is not something I'm going to stress about. I'll try to find the picture of it. But yeah, it's the chase in that wave. Yeah, no. I just I the, I just need a, I just need a King Woods in my life. That so. King Woods is amazing, though. They finally fixed his chest. They were using the Daniel Bryan wave for a while. Mm-hmm. Which, like, is a, it's a fine, like, it's a fine body mold, but it's very small. Yeah. And, which is fine. Xavier Woods is not a big man. But he is a man with a big chest. Yeah. So they used the Apollo, the new Apollo chest, which is a lot beefier. And that figure looks like that's going to be the best Xavier that they've made. And it's going to like, it's going to be like every other Xavier. And then like King Woods is going to be up here. Way up top. Um, Way up top. It's so good. But yeah, that's, uh, that's SDCC as of day one, we got like two or three more days. Uh, I can't imagine that like, we're going to get more wrestling stuff out of it though like we may get a couple things but like they kind of there was a well no asa there was a box that they showed off a couple times and i don't know if that box has been opened up Mm -hmm. but there's like a box that they said oh we wonder what's in this so we might be getting another mattel creations announcement wait well so actually i i did see what this was um i I swear to fucking god if you say gobbledygooker actually if it's it's gobbledygooker I'll buy it. No, it's not the gobbledygooker because it wasn't an egg, you uncultured swine. What it is, is it's actually going to be that box-shaped structure that was on the outside of the ring during WrestleMania. 
and it's we were actually finally getting a fiend figure. Uh, oh yes, shit, we haven't been, gotten one of those. Yeah, it's he's been released for like six years, and uh, but yeah, we're finally get. It's gonna be a. It's just gonna be the the fiend again. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, let us know what you thought of the San Diego Comic Con reveals. Uh, if there's stuff that you think that we missed, or uh, here in the next couple days, if there's more reveals. Um, I was going to do a whole bit about like the Transformers stuff that got um, and then that got announced today, as well as the pre-orders that went live. But this went real long, so we are going to cut it there. Uh, thank you to everybody for checking us out, especially if you hung out with us all the way through. But like this, is, there's some super cool shit that got announced. Uh, so it, it's, that's what we talk about is the cool shit in wrestling that we like. So yeah. Uh, Thank you again. We will be back next week. We'll be talking about the Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view uh, this Saturday. We will be talking about any other uh, potential wrestling announcements that we get as far as San Diego Comic-Con goes. And who knows what else will happen. There wasn't any follow-up to the TV-14, um, Raw-going TV-14, that is. So, you know, maybe something will come up there. Who knows? But until next time, thank you all so much. Y'all being the world to us. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And as always, watch more wrestling.